Blog Talk Radio. Breathe. 
everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Radio Show. The song you just heard is my single, Another Life, off of my debut album, Leave It All Behind, which you can find on iTunes by searching Carrie Edelman. So I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. We already have an awesome turnout in the chat room, and I'm hoping people will call in. I will give some information in a moment about the phone number and also some information about Rachel Butera, who is joining us tonight. She is an amazing voiceover talent, and she's going to be hitting it big, and we are going to be promoting her tonight and hearing her story about how she became involved in this industry. But before I bring her on, I just want to tell everyone a little bit about the concept of my show to anyone new that is tuning in. First, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who has been such a great support with this show. It launched basically late March, early April, and we are up to almost 2,800 listeners already. Um, I've had some amazing people on the show, so please, everyone, feel free to check out all the podcasts. All of my live live shows do become podcasts um, that are available after it's over, so if you can't check out the live show, anyone is available for you to listen to later. So the concept of my show was to basically um, launch a radio show where I could bring people on that are involved in various aspects of the entertainment industry. Um, You could be a musician, you could be a filmmaker, anyone doing something creative that is looking to promote themselves and get their name out there. Uh, I personally know from being involved in the entertainment industry um, as a singer-songwriter and doing various other things such as writing for magazines that it's a very challenging and difficult industry and we definitely need all the support we can get. So the concept of my show is really supporting um, my guests and bringing them on and helping the world uh, know who they are and get their name out there. So on my show, people are going to get a really good taste of what these people's lives are like, what their professions are like, the experiences they've encountered. Um, I do want people to keep in mind that although I'm a clinical psychologist, um, my show is not meant by any means to be providing any type of formal therapy or treatment. And um, my guests, a lot of them have been through some crazy experiences. And so we might throw around some psychological terms and concepts, but we will talk about them in a very broad framework so as not to um, insinuate that we are doing any type of therapy on the air. And also, I do want my guests to feel comfortable to talk about intriguing, controversial stories. We do want to make the show entertaining. So if you do want to talk about anything like that, just please make sure you keep any um, personal information, such as as names about people, um, identifying organizations, um, anonymous, because the show isn't meant to embarrass or humiliate anyone. So if you are tuning in right now, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. I also um, will put the number in the chat room. The number to call in is, um, hold on one second, I'm getting a little sidetracked tonight because it's been a long day. I work in prison, so as you can imagine, it's a, it's a busy day. <laughs> and then on the side, I do this. Uh, the number is 805-243-1320. So again, feel free to call in at any point in the show, and you can ask Rachel some questions. And you can also post questions in the chat room. I will do my best to... Um, answer those questions and get to them. But unfortunately, I am a a one-person show here, so I'm kind of managing a variety of things at uh, one time. So if I don't get to your question, I apologize and and definitely call in. Okay, so let's tell everyone about Rachel, and then we're going to bring her on the air. We'll give you some background information on her. So Rachel began doing voices as a little kid where she would imitate family members and recite movie lines. But it wasn't really until approximately three years ago 
that she um, developed and created her first demo CD and ventured into doing voiceover work, such as voice matching for cartoons in New York City. And we'll talk about some of those when we bring her on. Also, as um, for people who know Rachel, they know that she really made her, her big debut on the Howard Stern Show when she entered a contest um, where she was impersonating one of the Whack Pack characters, as we know, underdog lady, and she does a variety of other voices, too. And she won that contest, and I, I think she'll talk about it tonight. Um, I'm not sure if that was kind of the, the launch to her career, but she definitely started getting um, a lot of attention after that, and she was contacted by agents, and people were really expressing a lot of interest in her talent. Um, and so she recently uh, made her move to L.A., where she is now going to pursue this career full-time, and she'll she'll talk about that tonight. Rachel's also involved in comedy. You can catch her doing some stand-up comedy in L.A. at the Comedy Store, and we'll also touch uh, base on some of that tonight. So let's bring Rachel on. Enough of my babbling. I kind of go on and like to give people a lot of detailed information. Oh, I don't know if I mispronounced something. Underdog lady. That's who she did. What did I say? I don't even know what I said. All right. Anyway, let's bring Rachel on. Hello. Okay, Rachel, you're on. <laughs> hey, Carrie. How are you? Intro. Good. I'm great. Thank Thanks you. For the intro. It, was, it was great. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you on. Glad you have me. Cool. Cool. So, um, so let's start out. I think I might have mispronounced underdog lady what did i say did i say something different no you did say that you said underdog lady you were right you had it right. oh i did okay because someone in the chat room saying it's underdog and i'm like uh, what did i say well that's because okay. she the woman herself likes to be called just underdog not underdog lady you know she's a little oh, particular about what got you there we go yeah. <laughs> awesome so we had a little intro of your voiceover work right there um, yeah, there so why don't we um why don't we talk start talking about just growing up and stuff and telling us some of the background and how you got interested in imitating people and reciting movie lines. I always kind of like to get a understanding of people's interests and how they delve into this uh, field or career that they're in. Sure. Um, for me, I don't think it was a choice. As a little kid, it just came naturally to imitate um, my family members and people. We had a lot of company in my house. We always had cousins and aunts and uncles over and like my parents had a lot of friends and I just would uh, imitate them after they left and, and entertain my family for hours on end. <laughs> and um, I would do men, women, you know, it didn't it didn't really matter. And then like, at some point my wow. father was like, make sure you don't do that when they're here, you know, because a lot of people don't like to hear their own voice and stuff. Right, um, right, right. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, how it started or why, I have no idea. Probably to cope with my crazy friggin' family and just, like, I found a way to escape by <laughs> creating characters and making up voices and just imitating people. But, um, yeah, it started pretty young. My brother does it, too, so we sit around doing it. And uh, oh, nice. we watch movies and, we, yeah, we'd imitate, like, characters on TV and movies and just recite lines. And it's just, it's just been going on for all of my life. Nice. Is your brother also involved in that part of the industry? Or no, he's a musician. Fun? He's a god. He's way more talented than I am. He's a musician, an artist, and he does voices like crazy. But um, he lives back in Jersey, and he he plays guitar and sings out in bars and stuff. So he's he's making oh, it cool. that way. Yeah. If you want to promote promote his band or anything, feel free to plug if you want. Thanks. Well, yeah, he's uh, Jimmy Butera, and he's down in Wildwood, New Jersey, and I think he plays every Friday night at a Jersey Girl, like an Italian restaurant down there, so you oh, can check cool. him out. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. 
Yeah, and as you know, I mean, I'm involved in music a little bit too and doing a bunch of yes. different things, so I can definitely appreciate people that are, you know, doing that type of career and, and trying to get out there. So it's, I understand. It's it's definitely tough, but that's great that he's doing well and he's, you know, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, so you're, you're starting doing voices as a kid. This is something you're really enjoying. As you said, it helps you kind of cope with some crazy family dynamics. Um so tell us more about, I mean, did you did you eventually go to college for this type of work? I know I saw that you went to Rutgers and stuff. You know, how did you yeah. eventually get into yeah. this line of work? Yeah, I didn't go to any kind of school for it. It's one of those things, like, since I was a teenager, people were like, you should do stand-up comedy. And I was like, man, I don't have the guts for that. Like, I could never do that. <laughs> and I just sort right. of, like, knew, you know, I, I knew that I probably should, but I just couldn't. And then I, I just thought that I could, like, get into this, and then um, I went to college for, like, writing, and I'm a writer now, which is the worst thing anybody could ever do. There's no money in it. You sit by yourself at a desk all day. It's horrible. It's a horrible job. But, um, wait, yeah, wait, you, you said know, you're, in, you're in for, what was it, lighting? A writer. <laughs> writing. I'm sorry. I thought you said, I'm like, lighting. Wait. Oh, writing. Okay. What And what type, yeah. of, what type of line of work did you go into with writing? So I was in publishing for a while. I wrote for a music magazine. I got to interview tons of bands and um, go right. to concerts. And, like, it, that, that was really fun. That was cool. That was, like, a nice introduction to my career as a writer. Um, but then, okay. you know, you want, more, you want more money, so then you go into, like, the corporate writing. And uh, it's very unfulfilling. You're sort of just alone at a desk all day, and it's not very interesting content. And I just I, – I'm right. itching to get out, itching to get out. Right. And um, so I had a friend who was a producer at Four Kids in New York City, and she needed um, someone to do a voice match on the cartoon Viva Pinata. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it, but um, okay. so they brought me in to um, voice match for this girl who had ironically relocated to L.A., and I voice matched her, and that was my very first voiceover job. I uh, paid, like, 900 bucks, and I thought I was rich. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and it was really good. And so, you know, from there they started auditioning me, and I did some uh, Pokemon, some Yu-Gi-Oh video games, just stuff like that. Um, nice. And then, like you said, it didn't really start until I went on, on Howard Stern. So Howard Stern, you would say, really kind of kicked everything into high gear for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I'd been I'd been making a little bit of headway, doing some low-budget mm-hmm. stuff and a lot of, like, you know, non-union online stuff, but... um. My ex-boyfriend encouraged me to really go for the impersonation contest. He's like, you were made for this. You've been listening forever. You always <laughs> wanted to be on the show. He's like, you have to have to do it. And I said, all right. So it was like three days before the contest, and I was just like, oh, I suck. I'm never going to get on. They don't like girls. And then he's like, do it, just do it. So I recorded <laughs> I recorded six, uh, six characters, six impersonations for them, and sent them all six. And they picked three and played them on the air, and then they had to, like, sort of decide which one they were going to let me um, be a finalist for, and they picked Underdog. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So let's back, and and I definitely want to talk about your experience on the Howard Stern Show, but we have a lot of Howard Stern fans right now in the chat room and listening. So just tell us a little bit about when did you start listening to Howard? Um, You know, how did you find out about him? What sparked your interest with him? Because I'm always curious to hear people's stories about you know, them becoming fans of Howard Stern. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually started listening because of my brother. Um, he's six years older than I am. 
And uh, we had a pretty small house, so his room was right next to mine. He'd always be listening to Howard. And when I was like a teenage, young teenage girl, I hated it because I just thought he was filthy and gross. But uh, I guess somewhere along the line he got under my skin, and then I started listening probably around 1990, 92. And, um, yeah, I've been listening ever since, like every, pretty much every day that I could. And once he switched over to Sirius, I, I didn't listen for a while, but then my brother bought me <laughs> He wrote me a serious radio for Christmas, so I, I came back, and thank God I did, because, you know, that's how the, the contest started. So, yeah, I've been a fan for, like, almost 20 years now. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, okay, so you enter the contest. And real quick, um, Anne in the chat room, who's a big Howard Stern fan, she wants to know what other voices uh, were you impersonating? What other character impersonations did you do? I submitted um, I submitted Gary the Retard, Marianne from Brooklyn, <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! You're gonna have to do a yeah. bit of each of those. I mean, that's awesome. And Blue Iris. Those are the three that I submitted that they didn't play. Wow. Probably because you know they're not that great. Once you hear Aniel Hernandez's Gary the Retard, I mean, forget it. Like, forget me. Just forget I even exist. Because he is amazing at that. Okay. But, um, okay. <laughs> Yeah, those are the those are the other three that I submitted that they didn't play. Although Jason Kaplan was like, "Oh, three were great, but we picked the other three, you know." So right, right, right. <laughs> awesome, awesome. That's a little Jason so, Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you want to yeah do a couple real quick of uh, each of the ones that you submitted for, because I'm sure Anne and everyone will get a kick out of that. Um. Okay, so everyone's probably familiar with this one. It's the most popular one, uh, uh, the most requested. No, I take that back. This is the most popular one. Everybody wants to hear it on the bay. Everybody wants to hear it on the bay. I love you, baby. I love you, baby. I love you, baby. Everybody wants to hear that one. And then there's awesome. Everybody knows her. She's another one they played on the air, but I didn't get a content for her, even though Howard really thought it was a good one. Awesome. Um, awesome. It, <laughs> what about Blue Iris? Then, Blue Iris. You got to do Blue Iris. My blue iris, I'll try. She's a little, you know, she's, okay. she's hard. Oh, I'm rubbing my breast right now. Oh, my <laughs> God, you're such a hot young stud. I can't take it. Oh, yeah. I think that's awesome. That's perfect. That was great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. I appreciate that. And everyone's making smiley faces and happy faces in the chat room, so they appreciate it, too. And uh, Anne also said uh, she gave a plug to your your brother. She said you have a great brother, so she must be familiar with uh, his music, which is awesome. Yeah. Oh, finally, I'm sorry. They also, uh, Joe Mooski, as you know, who runs Superfans. Oh, Joe Mooski, yeah, yeah. Yes, and we're going to give some shout-outs to him and Mark Mercer from Mark's Friggin' in a few minutes, but he wants you to do uh, Mary Ann. (laughs) And so this Chad, you know, your good friend Chad, he's in the chat room too. All right. Hi, Joe. How do you like you? I just want to know. I read all your Facebook posts. I'm very happy that we're friends. I love you, Joe. Get right along, baby. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Cool. Joe Mooski, big supporter. He was awesome. I know. He's been. Let's let's do that now, real quick. Actually, while we're talking about Joe, um, and then we'll we'll come back. So everyone, definitely check out Stern superfans.com. It is a website run by Joseph Muski and it's a place that everyone can check out all things Howard, as he says. The, sh- the site is doing awesome. It's really blowing up, so check it out. And I know Joe's been such a supporter of the show, and we actually had him on, gosh, probably a couple months ago. He came on, and we did an interview about all the things that he's doing for Howard Stern. Um, and also, we definitely want to 
plug Mark Mercer, who is the uh, forerunner of MarksFriggin.com, another uh, site where you can – yep, yep, Mark's in the chat room. Um, he blogs all day about Howard Stern. He's, he's very anal. He has every detail down to a key. So if anyone misses anything, check out MarksFriggin.com. Okay, so back to you now, Rachel. <laughs> all right. Okay, so you go on to the Howard Stern Show, and then so talk about your experience with you, the other couple of uh, people that were also involved in the contest, and, and then we'll take it from there. Yeah, those guys, uh, those other guys in the contest were great. I still keep in touch with um, Aniel. We were, we've, uh, we've been talking about, because this week is the Wax Pack Strikes Back, and he and I did some voices for, for that, and he's been sending me, been nice enough to send me some MP3s about that. You should have him on, too. He's really talented. But, um, yeah. yeah was, send me his information, and I will. Absolutely. Definitely. I will. Um yeah, it was like an amazing thing. As soon as Howard uh, played my first clips on the air, my Facebook page blew up with just hundreds and hundreds of, of people just saying awesome. that they heard it and they loved it. And, like, instantly I had, like, a 1,000 friends, and it, it was just nuts. And people were emailing me and writing me and finding my website. Mm-hmm. And it, just, it was just crazy. And And then after the contest, I mean, it just went on and on from there. And, like, three days, I think, after I won the contest, um, my uh, my New York agent, Billy Ciro, contacted me through Facebook. He's like, listen, I'm a legitimate agent. You know, I heard you on there, and I want co- I want you to come in and meet with us. And uh, so it was my first agent experience. They actually wanted to represent me and send me out on uh, auditions and stuff. And it it all just sort of snowballed, like, from, That's from there. That's so cool. That's yeah, so was cool. And I, I, love, I love hearing stories about people like you like that. You know what I mean? They have worked so hard. And it's just like that, you know, being in the right place at the right time, entering, you know, taking your ex-boyfriend's advice, entering the contest is just, I really <laughs> genuinely love hearing stories like that. It's just amazing. Um, and that's yeah, how I found out about you because I heard you and I befriended you that day, I think it was, too. I was like, oh, i got to check her out. And <laughs> yeah. So, I remember you. You were like a standout of, like, because I, I had to be careful of who I accepted because, I mean, like right now I'm dealing with a lot of crazy Stern fans that just write dirty stuff all over my page. I um, now I'm like really careful to ch- sort of check out who friends me before they send me a friend request. I like see if they're legitimate, if they're like a business or something. So I do remember you and, and that you were in the entertainment industry and all that. And plus, you know, Karen Stone. Right, exactly. Right, Karen and Chad. So exactly, yeah. Karen Heyman. <laughs> you know her as Heyman. I went to high school with her. She's Karen Stone to me. Okay, okay. Aw. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just so cool that that's happening for you. So yeah. was it just, like, so surreal where you kind of just, like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't believe this is happening or? Yeah, it was totally surreal. I mean, the day of the show was amazing, like, meeting everybody and stuff. But I, it was crazy and surreal, but at the same time it felt right. Like, I finally felt like I, I, I think I know that I'm supposed to be doing this now because I wasn't nervous and it just sort of, it felt natural. And then, yes. From there, as people, as people started hearing it and, like, things rolling in, um, like, like the, the guy who uh, wrote the cartoon that I did out here, he heard me on the show. He needed a voice match. I flew out to L.A. in March to do his cartoon because he, he auditioned all these girls for a specific Filipino uh, voice that he needed, and he couldn't find it. So he, okay. um, he approached me, and I sent him some MP3s from Jersey. He liked it, and then I wound up flying out here to do uh, this show called Effin' with Tonight with Patrick Warburton and Billy West is on the show. It's just crazy. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations with that. That is just amazing. 
Um, let's let's take a quick uh, phone call because we have someone I just see here on the switchboard. I'm going back and forth between here in the chat room, and um, we'll take them, and then we will go back to the interview and also check out some of Rachel's work. So seven three two, you are now on the air with Rachel Butera. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, this, I just had a, a question for Rachel. I was wondering sure. if Rachel could, um, I know she talked a little bit about um, when she was growing up and her background a little bit, and I was wondering if she could explain exactly how she mastered the fine lines of the cat eyes that she used to wear when she was in the in high school. <laughs> oh, so this is Taryn Stone. <laughs> I wanted to hear you say my name the way you usually say it. And I said it, Karen. So you'll always be stoned to me because I cannot call you Hyman. I'm sorry. I'm not yeah, calling you Hyman. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but how you say Karen, you, you know, how you typically will say Karen, like from our Yeah. Yeah. So I was excited that you were on the show tonight, so I figured I would give a call and uh, and just say hello and, um, and uh, listen to all the fun things you have to say. Thank you so much, Karen. Yeah, yeah, you sound great. You sound, yeah. And I have to say, Carrie, Rachel is not only is she a fantastic entertainer, but she's a fantastic person. And we've been friends since high school, and uh, we have a nice group of us that we've been friends um, for a very, very long time. That we uh, we know she's going to be a huge success. We miss her now that she's moved out to California, but we're waiting for the first the first award ceremony so that we could all come out and be her her (laughs) guest for first. You're on my brain, baby. I love you. Thank you. Uh, I love you, too. Well, you sound great, and uh, enjoy the show. I'll I'll keep listening. All right. Thanks thanks so much for calling in. All right. Thanks. (laughs) Have a good night, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Oh, Karen. (laughs) So that's awesome. That's awesome she called in. They said they, you know, she said she might try to call in if she could get to the show, so that's great. Um, and I also, before I forget, I just wanted to let you know that last night, um, Neil Berliner, who's a comedy oh, writer, yeah. he yeah, he had commented on my post and he said, you know, basically tell you he said I, and he wants to know how L.A. is treating you. Oh, great. I'll have to uh, respond to him. Yeah, he's been a great supporter since the whole certain thing. Yeah, he's awesome. He was actually on, I don't know if it was last week or the week before. He was on recently, too. Yeah. So um, we oh, cool. promoted him and everything. Yeah. So, okay, so getting back to the interview and stuff. Um, so, like you said, everything was just kind of snowballing. You were kind of having to deal with the Facebook friend requests. And I have to say to you too, Rachel, I've I've had like hundreds and hundreds pending, and I'm trying to get through them. And I'm the same thing with me, and it's more before because of my career as a psychologist too. It's not just my mm-hmm. entertainment stuff. So I'm the yeah. same way, and sometimes it's like, oh, can I accept this? And they don't have a lot of information. I'm like, shoot, I don't know whether to accept them or not accept them. But, you know, I try to accept as many people as I can. Um, but yeah, I agree with I know. you. It gets, it gets complicated. It does. It sounds like a trivial thing, but now but the way, like, Facebook is kind of important to your career, sort of. So it, like, it does kind of matter, even though it seems like a silly thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. Well, why don't we, um, let's check out some of your work and you can introduce some of the stuff we're going to play. Let's check out the character demo. And I know there was a few different voices on that one. So why don't you tell the audience about this uh, clip that we're going to hear and then we'll check it out. 
Yeah, so basically I uh, I finally, I was working in a job that finally paid me enough money where I could go and get this demo made in New York City at Edge Studio. And um, they needed me to do, they needed you to come up with your own um, original characters and do like a 30-second or one-minute demo thing. And these are just some okay. characters that I've been doing like over the years and some I just made up uh, just for the demo. You'll hear like a mix of like, you know, just like deep voices, and I even do. Um, I think I do a New York City taxi driver at the at the end of it. So. <laughs> They're all original. Yeah, they were great. I mean, they were all just. I was like, oh my gosh, is that you? I didn't know if it was you doing all of them or you responding to other people. You know what I mean? That were involved in it, but yeah, that's just fascinating. <laughs> yeah, it's really good stuff. All you. Thanks. Okay, well, and lastly, let me let you know that Chad also says that he loves you too. He's in the oh, chat room. Okay. I love. Chad. Okay. All right, so I'm going to put you on hold, and we're going to check out these uh, clips, okay? Cool, thanks. Okay, everyone, again, you are listening right now to Rachel Butera, the amazing voiceover talent on the Carrie Edelman Show, and we are going to check out some of her character demos that she created for some of the work that she has done, and we'll be back in a moment. Samira is here to make sure you never see your meddling, worthless parents again. <laughs> Matt, where's my black hat and cape? I hate little brothers. I'm Fairy Faye, and I'm here to take your canine. <laughs> uh, your tooth, that is. I'm trapped under this rock. Can't get... Ugh. There. Now I'm off to save the Emperor! This is Charlie. Charlie likes to daydream. Sometimes he'll stare off into space and pretend he's an astronaut or a lion tamer. <laughs> pardon me, but I must get across town to the cinema. Pardon me! Pardon me! Pardon me! Did you know that some tortoises could live over a hundred years? Take it from me. An old turtle, who knows? <laughs> oh, my aching shell. Hey, Charlotte, want to go get an ice cream sundae? Ew, with you? No way. Yoo-hoo, Mr. Hedges, I want to talk to you about those slimy frogs of yours hopping into my backyard. Welcome to New York City, home of the skyscrapers and all the noise you can handle. Now, buckle up. Okay, everyone, again, you heard some of the character voices that are created by Rachel Butera, and also check her out at rachelbutera.com. That's R-A-C-H-E-L-B-U-T-R-A.com, and you can check out a bunch of information about her on her website, too. So let's bring her back on the air now. Hey. Okay, hey. I was just, I, just a quick question, which I'm fascinated with. I mean, I feel like I'm literally listening to a cartoon, like on TV. Now, did yes. you, like, create those sounds in the background? Like, where did you get those crazy little sounds that you're talking over? Oh, those were all done in the studio. And actually, the very first, um, I, I wow. correct myself, the very first one on that is um, was the voice match cartoon for uh, Viva Pinata that I did at Edge Studio. And they created the demo. They put all the background sounds. So all I did was the uh, the voice. Cool, cool. Okay. No, I mean literally, I can I can literally see myself like watching a cartoon and just hearing that stuff. It was wonderful. Really good. <laughs> Thanks. Really Thank good you. stuff. 
So yes, well, where do you want to go now? That comes from my mother. She talks. My mother has like a, my mother kind of talks like this. So the the <laughs> mix of the New York City cab driver and any of the guys I do always have a little bit of my mother in it because she uh, she's got a real deep cigarette voice. You know. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Very cool. So you moved out to LA. When did you when did you officially uh, land there? I did it one week ago. One week ago yesterday. I've been here a week wow. already. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, it's nuts out here. It's fun. People are really nice and open. I've met some people so far. Um, you know, I had some some animator from 20th Century Fox friended me on Facebook today. And was like, what's amazing? The most amazing thing to wow. me is the longevity of being on the, the Stern Show. It was almost a year ago, and people are still for the first time, like this week, Saying like, hey, I I know you from Howard, and I heard you have the show. It's it's amazing. That's awesome. It just shows you the power of that show. You know, it people and just yeah, that show and just in general, Rachel. I mean, I've just from doing this for a little while now and using a lot of social media stuff to kind of help you know people get their names out there. Me get my name out there. I don't think people really realize like how powerful these things are. And once you get in with the right people and you support people and they support you, it just starts to, like you're saying, it starts to spiral. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I, I knew that Howard, I knew that show had a lot of power. I, I didn't, and that things weren't happening like quickly afterwards. So I was like, oh, I kind of thought maybe something would happen out of this and I should have mm-hmm. just shut my negative mouth because <laughs> it's like not even a year later and things, things are happening. It's still unfolding and people are still contacting me. So it, it's, it's been really amazing for my life. That's awesome. That's yeah. Just, yeah, that's awesome. So so LA has been has it been, you know, also stressful moving out there in terms of being in a new environment and how's that been in terms of adjusting out there? Totally stressful. Um yeah, things weren't going well in the beginning. My car was a week late being shipped out here, so I was, you know, I had a rental car and uh I moved in with a roommate and um it's tough for me to live with somebody because, you know, I got my own weight. I like to be alone. I like to do my own friggin' thing, and it's it's hard for me to to live with somebody. But um, the weather's great, and I, I can't say a bad word about the people so far. I mean, all my journey is cool. Yeah, it's so plastic in LA, man. You're gonna fucking hate it, but I I like it. <laughs> people are great. They're they're warm. They're uh they seem to be extending a hand and trying to help me and guide me through uh you know the waters of this voiceover thing. So I I can't say anything negative. So far, it's hard being away from people I love, but um, I guess I'll just have to resent Right. Do you have any? Do you have any family or friends out there too, or is it just kind of only people that a, you're meeting? I have a few friends, but only friends that I've met like either through Facebook or they're like the siblings of people back home. Like my friend Elaine out here is great. She's the sister of my best friend back home, and uh, she's been really good cool. to me and really helpful, uh, showing me around and stuff. And then a lot of the friends are from the uh, the cartoon that's coming out September second. They're they're just been you know really nice and introducing me to other people. So I've been you know I've been hanging around. I've been going out a little bit. My friend Andre and I have been like having dinner and movies and stuff. So I'm not totally alone. But you know it's it's hard when you don't have like people that you grew up with and who really love you. Sure. Um, sure. At your side. Absolutely. And I have an amazing group of friends. Um, my family's a little nuts, but my friends are amazing, so I, um, I'm going to miss them for a long time. Oh, but I'm sure, I'm sure you're going to do awesome out there. You're going to adjust, and everything's going to fall into place for you. And like you said, you're you're where you need to be right now, career-wise, and 
something you've always wanted to do, so it's 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 definitely the right time for you. So it's great. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right, Terry. I think you're right. <laughs> um, someone wants me to ask you to please do the mother from the throw mama from the train. <laughs> I think I know who's asking for this. There's only two people who know, three people who know that I do. <laughs> this person goes by the name, and I don't know if this is a name that you would know, but Stymie Cat, that's what they're going by in the Aww. chat room. Oh, that's my ex-boyfriend, Mike. That's <laughs> the one who made me do the audition, and Aww. Stymie is my cat that I left back in Jersey. So, oh, God, that's so funny. All right, I'll do Does anybody even know this? Okay, even if they don't, I'll do it anyway. It's going to be loud, okay. so I'll hold my mouth with <laughs> Okay. They told me to get this soldier nuts. You got the unfrozen nuts. The unfrozen nuts make me shoot. I'm in your front boy. If you've never seen her mom <laughs> awesome. on the train, <laughs> that's her. That's great. Oh, so that's awesome. He turned in too. Awesome. Very good. Yeah. Super cool. So Thanks, where do you Mike. teach? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What's that? Oh no, I said go ahead because you were still talking. No, no, I was just saying thanks thanks to Mike for, for that. Nice, nice. So tell tell everyone else about where you see yourself going next. I mean, what other types of things do you have lined up in terms of work? And we're going to check, check out some of your commercial um, audio clips too. So tell everyone, I know you do a lot of animated stuff. What other types of things do you enjoy doing um, that you hope to get involved in? Um, sure, I'd love to get involved in some promo stuff. I think I have a good... Uh, I think I have a good voice for that, and, you know, I, I have an adaptable voice, so I can pretty much um, do what they need me to do. So I'd like to I'd like to look into that, and I'm meeting with some people who are going to talk to me about that, who who do that in the industry, and they're going to sort of, like, help me and guide me and tell me which way to go. Um, you know, commercial nice. stuff, I've been doing commercial auditions and stuff uh, for a while now. I'd love to get into that, too, but, but I think mostly what I'd really like to do is uh, focus on the stand-up and the comedy, which, again, is something I wasn't going to do until someone heard me on Howard and he mm-hmm. wrote me and said, Hey, do you do stand up? And I said, No, but I always wanted to give it a try and he said, Why don't you do it on my show? So from there it went to there and then the comedy store and so now I feel like maybe I think I have a knack for that and I should probably pursue pursue that and uh and go That's in that awesome. direction. Cool. Yeah, what I'd type love to of have my own show. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. What type of comedy do you like to write? Like what what types of things do you like to write about? Is it just everyday life? Is it particular types of topics you like to talk about? Um, it's all about my crazy family. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. It has to be because they they uh, they provide they provide never ending fodder for for my routine and um, it's fun to impersonate my mother and my sister and uh, just some of the things that have come out of their mouths over the years. I mean, I could I could write volumes about it and it's it's a very irreverent humor and it's just it's very self deprecating and. Uh, you know, I just like to be really honest. I'm a really honest person about my mm-hmm. life, the way I feel about myself, you know, and others, and like hypocrisy. Like it's just observational. I, I like sure. to, I like to just talk about on stage like what I bitch about to my friends, and that's that's just basically it. It's not jokes. I'm not a joke writer. Um, okay. I'm more of just, I think I think I'm more of like a storyteller. Oh, cool. Well, if you want, Rachel, and I did this with another comedian. We did I, This was the first uh, launch that I did a couple of weeks ago. Do you want to come back on sometime for a storytelling segment with you? Yeah. I'll, 
totally bring you back on, and that would be awesome. It went really well. Um, a comedian named Joseph Anthony, he came on, and we did a whole, like, hour of just storytelling. And, again, crazy Italian family stuff that he spoke. I mean, it was funny. It was really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Something yeah. fun. Yeah, we could definitely bring you back on to promote your comedy side more. And, yeah, so do you have any um, upcoming shows for at the uh, comedy shop? I don't have any upcoming shows. I just did one. I did one in July at the Comedy Store, but I had to reach out to Ted and see if I can set up some more. I just got here, so it's been, like, you know, hard for me to, to get settled in and start writing and booking stuff right now. And plus, we've been concentrating right. on um, promoting the, the cartoon that's coming out on September 2nd, so I've sort of been immersed in that right now. So no no upcoming appearances, but um, September 2nd on SonyCrackle.com, C-R-A. E-K-L-E dot com is uh, the cartoon Effin' with Tonight. And you can hear me and Patrick Warburton, Billy West, uh, Jay Lamont, awesome. and uh, Joe Cipriano, who's like a huge promo guy out here. Um, we all we all did this cartoon. The writer um, wrote for Jay Leno for eight years, and then he got fired, and he's sort of like, this is his, like, F-U to late-night TV, so. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Yeah, really excited I'll about that. I'll definitely check that out. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Everyone definitely has to check that out. And, um, you know, please feel free to plug it on my page and stuff like that, and I'll definitely promote it for you, too. So that's awesome. Cool. Really cool. Yeah. So let's check out um, some of your commercial work since we were talking about that, too. And then, uh, mm-hmm. and then we'll come back and talk about more uh, exciting things that are going to be happening for you. Awesome. What is this, the commercial family right. you're playing? This is it's the commercial voice stuff that you sent me. So oh, yeah. I think so, it's a combination so of stuff again. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just demos though. None of this stuff is is real, and it's okay. I mean, it's a it's 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 not the greatest, but you can play it. Okay, I thought it was really good. I mean, I take it. I thought it was awesome, but okay, I'm sure everyone will love it. Go for it. Okay, so it. hold yeah. on one second. Okay. Hey, everyone, again, you are listening to Rachel Butera on The Carrie Edelman Show, and we are going to check out some of her commercial voiceover work that she has done, and we'll be back with her in a moment. Brunette, boring. Blonde, typical. L'Oreal ColourPulse lets me easily change my hair color to suit my mood so I can have copper blast one week and chilled plum the next. This Labor Day holiday, WNEW reminds you that law enforcement is cracking down against drunk drivers. Designate a sober driver. Remember, you drink and drive, you lose. Juicy Couture presents Viva La Juicy, an enticing new scent of wild berries, honeysuckle, and jasmine. All that and a beautiful bottle decorated with juicy charm for juicy girls who want it all. With its 365 sunny days a year and powder-soft sand, Aruba has more return visitors than any other island in the Caribbean. Hey, girls, this is Tinkerbell. Come see me this Saturday at Toys R Us in the Woodbridge Center Mall. You can touch my sparkly wings, get sprinkled with fairy dust, and watch me fly. The magic starts at 10 a.m. Indicated for topical application in the treatment of acne vulgaris, Retin-A Micro contains tretinoin in the patented microsponge system. Tretinoin, prescribed number one by dermatologists. Awesome work, H. Rachel. Awesome. I love all that stuff. I think it's I'll great. Tell you, that's, that's sexy stuff I'm talking about there. I know. I love when you sexy go into the voice stuff. and you're like talking about the weather and you're like, and today it's, you know, 
I love, you know, you're doing like this upbeat voice for like a, I don't know, a hair commercial. And then all of a sudden you go into this like very serious, like, I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Yeah. So, um, cool. so yeah, a lot of this, I think one of the, a lot of the stuff that I need to concentrate on now are the celebrity impersonations. Pretty much everybody I'm meeting out here is just like, do you think we celebrity impersonations? So I think that's like, kind of what everybody wants out here, so I'm focusing on that. I might have sent you some some of those. I don't remember if I did or not, but um, so that's the next step. That's cool. Let me see. So I have – actually, I'm sorry, I do. I do have celebrity impersonations, too. I'm sorry, because I had a bunch of things, and as we know, there was a couple that, you know, unfortunately we couldn't play tonight. But, yeah, I do have celebrity voices. Um, so yeah, it's totally those unfinished. Now? It's not like a polished thing and it's like cut off and there's missing parts and stuff, but it's just like, you know, just to give people an idea of, of some things. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's check out, I'm sorry guys about that. So let's check out her celebrity voices and so you've heard some character, you've heard commercial, and now we'll check out some celebrity and then we'll come back and uh, do the interview. Okay, does that sound okay. good? Yep, All right, okay. awesome. Okay. Today we have a very special guest on The Rosie Show, my friend Cher and her daughter Chastity, who turned into Chaz Bono. And the topic today, becoming a man, Chaz. I really appreciate this forum and uh, the ability to talk about this uh, transgender operation I just had. Uh, I think it's really important to come out and talk uh, to the community about it, um, and especially to have my mom sitting next to me, uh, because she hasn't exactly come to grips with it. But, Chastity, you know, I just want you to be happy, but I look at you and I see my little girl. I I, I see you with your blonde hair, and, and, and I, I see you wearing your little dresses, and it's just, you know, it's hard for me, okay? All right, Cher, we're not here to judge. We're just here to talk. That's what the Rosie Show's all about, you know? Right? Come on. Give me some help. Whoopee. Listen, where I come from, a man is a man, and a woman is a woman. And if you want to change that, nobody's going to interfere, all right? So I ain't going to say nothing sitting here. I'm just going to listen to y'all. What does it matter what a person's gender is, you know? Everybody knows I love fashion. Everybody knows I'm a lesbian. And everybody knows I do Kabbalah. So, like, what is the big deal? If she wants to have a penis, let her do it, sweetie. Sandra, I always love you. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Gang, I work 157 hours a week. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Now, if Melissa woke up one morning and suddenly wanted a dick, I don't know if I'd be so happy, but... Very good. That's what I always say. As you know, I'm a lesbian. I have several children. I've been with my partner for many, many years, and we're very happy. And look who we have today on the panel. March 5th. I can't believe I'm sitting here among all these amazing women. Wow. So if Lisa came to me and said she wanted a penis, I would say it's going to be very hard for them to draw a penis onto you, Lisa. Bart, on the other hand, he talks about his penis all the time. And so does Homer between you and me. Aw, oh, come on, Mom. What are you going to tell them that for? I never said I wanted a penis, Bart. Just leave me alone. I like being a girl. I just need to interject here for a second. My Nona in Florida would be absolutely appalled if I called her and told her that I was getting a penis. And, you know, she's Jewish, so the whole 
foreskin. Okay, everyone, and now you got a taste of Rachel Butera doing so many voices, and yeah, I think she's got a career in so many different areas, it's not even funny. That was phenomenal. I mean, everyone was dead on. It just it sounded exactly like the celebrities. So let's bring Rachel back on. Oh, my, Rachel. Hey, oh, my gosh. Hey. You know, it was funny because when I was listening to these tonight before I was um, uploading them to the station and stuff, I was like, at first, for some reason, I thought the Rosie was, like, really rosy and, like, maybe you were uh-huh. doing the Chaz Bono and talk. Oh, my, that was just dead on. It was crazy. Thank you very much. Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then who was, I can't remember, who was the the lesbian comedian that you were imitating? She's on Howard a lot. I just can't think of her name right now. I'm having a, a brain uh, aneurysm. <laughs> What's her name? You were doing her in the, ay, ay, ay. I'm sorry. I can't think of her name right now. Can you think of it? Hello? Um, I don't know if Rachel might have dropped off. Hold on a second, guys. I don't know. Hold on. Let me see what's going on here. Okay, Rachel, you there? Uh, sorry, guys, but it looks like there's some type of a... Oh, Sandra, that's right, Sandra Bernhardt. I don't know if there's a technical... Can people hear me right now in the chat room? Please let me know if you can hear me, because it looks like there might be a technical difficulty. Just someone say yes if you can hear me. Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> um, Rachel, are you there? I'm sorry, guys, again. Hold on, let me, there's someone on call. Let me try to bring them on. Hello? 914, nine, one, you are on the show? Carrie Edelman Show? Hi. 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 Um, um, I'm not sure where Rachel is right now. <laughs> it looks well, like she's I'm, uh, on. I'm Rachel's agent. I'm Rachel's agent. I'm sorry, guys, oh, really? Yes. Um, she mentioned me earlier in the show. I'm Rachel's uh, New York agent, and uh, I just wanted to um, – it's too bad Rachel's not on right now. But I know. I'm not sure what happened. I don't know if her line – I mean, physically, her phone number uh, – yeah, her line must have dropped. Okay, she'll have to call back in. So if you want to wait a second, she'll call in. So what's what's your name and would you like to promote yourself and uh, I don't need to promote myself. She already she already mentioned my name. My name is Billy. Okay. And uh, but uh, I wanted to uh, uh, you just um, played the celebrity uh, thing that um, Rachel put together and uh, the amazing thing is that Rachel is one of the most talented people I've ever met in my life. Um, bar none. She's awesome. And I've worked for many 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 years in the business and uh, that. That celebrity reel she put together at like a moment's notice. She had no preparation and just let it rip, and and that's what came out. Not only the voices are just so dead on, but the but right. the comedic content is really really good. It is. It is. And, and, and real uh, quick, Billy, Rachel, Rachel, you're back on now. Are you there? Hi. Can you hear me? There you are. Okay, she's there. Hey, there you are. Hi, Billy. <laughs> Hi, Rach. <laughs> I was just talking Billy, about the, you. your celebrity reel. What? You did? Yeah, I heard you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Rachel. <laughs> yes, Billy's been very instrumental in helping me out here. He's uh, he's uh, orchestrated a lot of contacts and made my my uh, transition extremely easy. And uh, 
I believe it's going to be very fruitful. So I'm uh, yeah. eternally grateful. Thanks. Thanks. Certainly awesome. not the reason why I called in, but thanks. <laughs> uh, no, I was just I was just calling into to uh, the the celebrity reel, especially is uh, to me is is just uh, shows off how truly talented you are, and when people know that not only did you put that together, but you put that together with uh, no time whatsoever, and not only are the voices, I'm, I'm repeating myself, I'm sorry, but not, not only are the voices dead on, but your, oh, you, you your, um, on, your comedic content is just is so good. You're just, you're just uh, a talent, and uh, everybody in L.A. is going to find out very quickly. Oh, thank awesome. you. All right, I'll let you go now. Back to the interview. Bye. Yeah, thank you so much for calling in, Billy. Thanks. You're very welcome. Bye. 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 Hi. Hey. Okay, so we got you back. That happens, you know, once in a while there's a technical difficulty, but we kind of just uh, roll the punches. So his, and this was, this is your agent now, or this was your agent before? Um, well, he's he was my East Coast. Uh, I guess he is my East Coast agent. He's the guy that heard me on Howard, and um, like the next day or three days later, contacted me through Facebook, and we started up a relationship. Um, you know, but I guess gotcha. we'll continue if I go back and forth. Nice, very nice. So that's probably an option then that you might be traveling. So then you'll see your friends and family if you're coming back here. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. I'd love to be bi-coastal and just be in Jersey in the summer and then back in Cali in the winter. That's my dream. Ah, that would be awesome. Really cool. So, yeah, like he said, I mean, all those voiceovers were just, I mean, dead on. It was just crazy. So tell us, and and if you can do this without, you know, I don't want you to um, reveal something that, you know, might be some creative stuff that you just want to keep private until you launch it, but you said you wanted to maybe start a show at some point. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, Have my own show? Is that what you said? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's nothing that's actually happening right now, but um, I used to watch the Tracy Ullman show and say, I can do that. I can do those voices. I can do And I would imitate all of her characters. And um, I just always fantasized about having a show like that. And I would I'd really love to, uh, to have a chance to just do all kinds of characters, men, women, get the wigs, the costumes, and all that, because that adds to it so much. <laughs> I, I know I can, and that's, that's just like an ultimate fantasy of mine, to have a Tracy Ullman type show. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Cool. That's And that's not something you really see going on too much today, so that would be great if you could kind of develop that and bring that back to television. It's kind of true. I haven't really... You, you know, know I, I haven't seen I anything like that. Yeah, I don't think there's too well. I don't, you know what it is? I don't think there's a lot of women who do impersonations. Not not that they can't. I just I just don't think that there's been an opportunity, or or maybe they think they can't. But um, it's just not something that you see that much. And uh, I've always been a big fan of like variety shows and that kind of thing. Like if Sunny and Cher came back on TV, I'd be glued to the set every night. I just love a variety of right. from men and women. And um, yeah, to be able to uh, have a show where I get to play characters like that, so it would be a, that would be a dream. <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, yeah. who knows? You know, keep up all the good work you're doing, and you never know where it's going to lead to. You know? Yeah, I'll keep it up. Cool. So, what else would you like to talk about tonight before we like wrap things up and uh, you know plug anything you want to plug? Any other upcoming things that you want people to know about you? Um, you know, feel free to say whatever you'd like to say. 
Sure, yeah. I mean, um, I, I guess I would just like to uh, to plug again the Effin' with Tonight, uh, which is something I really am proud of. I got to do Chaz Bono and the Jersey Shore Girls on there. So um, uh, I hope <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> the Jersey Shore Girls oh, aren't that big of a well, stretch for me because I am well, plug- well, I'm sorry. Well, you're plugging that, um, the Effin' Tonight, do one of the Jersey Shore Girls. That would be great to hear one of them. Oh, so I had to do Snooky and talk about, like, I can't stand that we even have to be on the air talking like this because I just, I can't take it anymore. And then Jay Wow talking like, come on, Snook, you know what I'm talking about, right? We broke into that house, we killed those people, you know. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh, great. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm fine. (laughs) Okay, so I'm sorry. So keep talking that thing tonight and then you're going into something else. So, yeah, so that's Essen with Tonight and uh, Sony Crackle, and that's September 2nd. Looking forward to that. The writer, um, Jim Shaughnessy, is actually looking to uh, get on the Howard Stern to promote that. He's got a great story. He's got stories about Jay Leno, and, you know, Howard hates Jay. So we're hoping he can get on there and promote that cartoon. And then um, nice. if they want to pitch it to, like, you know, some networks and stuff, so hopefully that will get picked up. So that's going on. And um, I guess I just want to thank everybody for their support, like, Keep just strangers. It's been so nice. Oh God, I sound like Blanche Dubois. I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. But seriously, like strangers on Facebook and email, and just people I've met. Like I met some guys from St. Louis the other night in a band in Hollywood, and they came over to me and they're like, "Are you the girl that was on Howard? Oh man, we listened to you back in St. Louis. We love you." And I just, it's just the nicest thing, and it's just an amazing thing, and. And everybody's been really supportive and great, and uh, and, and even the pervs who write dirty stuff on my wall. <laughs> I, I must even thank them because, uh, you know, the, their encouragement sort of keeps me going in some twisted way. So I just, sure, I just want absolutely. Everybody freaks out. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you, you're just doing so great. And, I mean, I just I wish you much continued success, and I know you're going to be a huge success. And, Again, I'd love to talk with you off the air because I have a background in psychology and a whole bunch of other things. So if you ever need someone, I've got crazy I need therapy, stories. Sorry. I work. You need? <laughs> well, I need it. I need you. No. Okay, we'll talk off the air. I can't. I can't give therapy to my guests and friends, even though they want it. But I can. I can do problem solving. That's what I talk about. I'm not doing therapy. Good. I can I do problem problems. solving. I got a lot of problems but, um, to solve. That's great. <laughs> But, I mean, oh, my God, we'll talk off the air. But, I mean, I work in a prison, and you cannot imagine the stuff that, I mean, there's ideas that I have that I would love to develop with people that I just need, you know, assistance with because I can't do it on my own. But, um, yeah, we'll definitely have to talk off the air. Um, Real quick, uh, Joseph in the chat room wants to know if you've been asked to come back to Howard and do a live appearance and stand in like Billy Billy West did years ago. That would be cool. Oh, God, that would be amazing. No, and Oh, my gosh. Come back and well, I've been asked to do some voices like I like this week with the Wack Pack Strokes back, and I've done some uh, some promo stuff for them, but I haven't been invited back into the studio uh, for anything. But I look forward to the day that I will be because I do believe that one day I will be back in that studio to be interviewed as like you know somebody that Howard that would know. But that would be awesome. And some yeah, and time he also cool. says that he would. Um, like to see you doing some uh, prank call stuff with Richard and Snow, which would be great. Oh my gosh, I yeah. love their stuff. 
<laughs> you know, those guys, uh, they use girls. I don't know what girl they use. I think they just have a girl on hand that they grab. But, um, you know, I told them when I was in there, yeah, if you ever need anything, I could do like a million voices. I could do any prank phone calls. And they've never really tapped me for that. But, you know what, I'm in L.A. now, so it would be a little difficult to, to maneuver that. But right, I'm right. Well, in the show, you know, I'll, I'll keep calling in and, and hopefully doing this. Howard usually picks up for me, which is really awesome. Uh, they they put it up on the board. Will puts it up on the board. He says what I want to do. Right. And Howard, phone almost always picks. Up. That's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you have another friend now in the chat room who just joined us, Jennifer Gutierrez. Uh, yeah, that's my cousin Jenny. <laughs> she says, I'm Rachel's non-crazy family member, and I'm so excited she can make others laugh the way she makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have an awesome cousin and uh, some, some really awesome friends, and apparently they're all in the chat room tonight. Um, <laughs> Aw, that's awesome. No, you had, I mean, you had an amazing, I can't wait to see the statistics for tonight because you had an awesome turnout, Rachel. I mean, you really had a lot of people a lot of people that stayed with us, a lot of people that were coming in and coming out. So it's been, yeah, it's been a great night. So you definitely did well. Cool. And as I said, yeah, definitely keep promoting the podcast too, because the podcast do really well, and we can keep, you know, pushing that out there too to get your name out there. Yeah, and is that something people can go back and archive and replay if they haven't heard it live? Absolutely. Yep. They can download it. They can stream it. Yep. It'll be available ten minutes after the um, interview's done. Oh, cool. I'm going to sit here and listen to it after I hang up. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Cool. Oh, well, thank Rachel, thank you so much for, you know, coming on tonight, and we'll finish with some plugs for you. And like I said, if you ever want to come back on again, we can do a storytelling segment. We can do a comedy segment for you. Just let me know, and we'll definitely plan to bring you back on the air. Carrie, thank you so much. Uh, This was an awesome interview. You're great, and uh, I really, really appreciate the support and, and the reaching out and everything else. So thank you so much. Absolutely. You're wonderful, Rachel, and I wish you much continued success. And like I said, we definitely have to talk off the air because I got my own uh, interesting, crazy, funny side to myself. I'm not a stand-up comedian. I would never say I am, but the stories I have, (laughs) if I could develop them into something, it would be just priceless. (laughs) Absolutely, girl. We'll chat. Hit me up on Facebook. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so again, um, everyone, be sure to check out Rachel Butera. You can go to rachelbutera.com. And, again, plug your show that's coming out and where people can check that out. Yep, that's called Effin with Tonight, like fucking, but Effin. And uh, it's on Sony Crackle's website, crackle.com, on September 2nd. I think uh, we did six episodes, I think, and they're all going to air then. And in addition to me, you can hear um, Patrick Warburton, uh, Billy West, Joe Cipriano, uh, Jay Lamont, and, and a lot of others, so. Awesome, awesome. Well, much continued success with that. Like I said, just give me a plug. But when, when's it? I'm sorry. When did you say it's coming out again? September. September second, I think. Which is oh, what? September second. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Friday. Yeah, yeah Friday. I can't believe tomorrow. I know. I can't believe tomorrow is September already. It's just, it's I'm like, crazy. I'm thinking you're talking like a month from now. All right. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely send me the links and stuff, and I'll plug those for you on my pages. Will do. Much better. All right. All right. Rachel, thank you so much again for coming on. You did an amazing job, and we're going to get more people to listen to the podcast, get your name out there, and, uh, again, just continue to see you rise through the ranks and become extremely successful. Thank you so much. Good luck to you, too. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Okay, we'll talk soon. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right, everyone, again, you heard Rachel Butera tonight. If you tuned in a little late, you can 
be sure to catch the podcast, which will be available within 10 to 15 minutes after the show is over. And you can check her out at rachelbutera.com and also check out Effin With Tonight, which is going to be her uh, cartoon that is going to be coming out on September 2nd. Again, all the information is available on her website. Also, if you're interested in becoming a guest on The Carrie Edelman Show, you can contact me on Facebook. I have a personal page. I also have a fan page for The Carrie Edelman Show, um, which has all the information on it about how you can become a guest. So feel free to become a fan and visit it. And I do want to also plug a couple of other people tonight that I didn't get to yet. Um, I wanted to plug Flirt Energy Drink. It's uh, available at flirtsport.com. And I'm currently being sponsored by them. My song, Vanilla Skies, represents their product. It is an awesome energy drink that is specifically formulated for the female athlete. And they are currently in development with a bunch of other products. So check them out at flirtsport.com. Um, let me see who else I have here. I have all these things typed out. Definitely want to also plug Talent Spotlight magazine. It's one of the magazines that I write for. Um, I've been fortunate to be featured as an artist with them. And you can check them out at talentspotlightmagazine.com. And also reallygreatmagazine.com. Please check out them. That is a, um Internet-based magazine. I do a lot of writing based on psychology and the entertainment industry. And uh, they have some awesome stuff, and I'm also going to be fortunate to be featured as an entertainer and artist in that magazine, which is coming out in September with their first print issue. And again, that is reallygreatmagazine.com. Once again, check out marksfriggin.com as well as sternsuperfans.com, where you can get all of your Howard Stern updates and highlights. And finally tonight, I'd like to uh, also promote Professor Pooch, who is David J. Spangenberg. This is the person that people need to contact, anyone involved in entertainment, especially the music industry. He is a music legal contract specialist. He also is an author. He has taught college courses, and uh, he knows the industry inside and out for musicians. So if anyone needs someone to develop legal contracts, you can visit him at Professor Pooch, and that's P-O-O-C-H dot com, and he will actually be on the show later this month for an interview. So thank you so much, everyone, again, for tuning in. Uh, lastly, just going to plug my guest that we have on next Wednesday, which is September 7th at 8 o'clock p.m. We have Ian J. Kenny coming on, who is an award-winning filmmaker and writer. He just released his first um, feature novel, which is called A Thousand Pieces. You can check it out on Amazon. I just finished reading it, and it was phenomenal. I mean, so many twists and turns. You don't know what's going to happen in it. Again, it's a thousand pieces, and it's available on Amazon, E-N-J, Kenny, K-E-E-N-E-Y. He's also done many films, um, and we're going to talk about his uh, story next week with regards to his being involved in the film industry as well as uh, being involved in writing. So thank you so much again, everyone, for tuning in tonight. Again, I appreciate the support. Um, um, Let me see if there's anything else in the chat room right now. (laughs) Someone said next time Rachel's on, she'll be doing my voice. I'm sure she will be, and I'll I'll be ready for that. I work in prison, so believe me, I've developed a, a thick skin over time. I can take it. So I hope she does do my voice. And thank you so much, everyone, again, for tuning in. Um, We have actually a couple of new guests in the chat room. Please check out the podcast. It will be available once the show is over. I'm going to lead off tonight with my song, Leave It All Behind, which is the title track off of my album. And you can find it on iTunes by searching Carrie Edelman. 
And thank you so much again, everyone, for tuning in. We will be back next week. Be sure to check out any of the podcasts. I have at least 25-plus shows now that are available to listen to. It's everyone from comedians, musicians, and, and the list goes on. So thanks so much for tuning in, and have a great night.